welcome back to a Phantom Munich special podcast with me, Reese Saunders. Joining me, as always, is Carl Pierce. Hello! Mr. Liam Hall. My boys, my boys, my boys. It's so good to be back with you again. It is, it is. How have you been? How is lockdown 3.0 treating you? Uh, <laughs> it's alright, I guess. You know, just we're doing fuck all, but it's fine, you know. I'm not dead, so I'm, I'm, I'm taking it as it comes. I don't know. US. I don't know what day it is. They're all melding into one. I don't know what. I don't know what day no, it no, is. No, it gets so confusing, doesn't it? It really yeah. does. I literally only remember Wednesday. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Wednesday and Thursday, I always remember. But every other day, I'm just like, what day is it? I look like you remember the worst day of the week. <laughs> oh, I mean, I mean Thursday's pretty fun because you get to watch the wrestling like after. But I don't oh. know why Wednesday. I always remember. Oh, no, I hate Wednesday. Because remember when I, when I used to work, those good old days? Wednesday used to piss me off, man. They were always the busiest day, and it was so. It just felt that like the weekend was so far away. <laughs> oh, I know what you mean. It's a weird just, day, Wednesday, and it? it's just... It is. Fuck you, man. And also, I hate that 4 o'clock is now my bedtime. Honestly, my sleep pattern is gone. As in 4 a.m. or 4 p.m.? 4 a.m., 4 a.m. honestly. Oh, it, right. It's happening, man. Honestly, I just want to sleep, but I can't. I know, it's, it is. It's a bloody annoying, isn't it? And you get, up, get up late in the day and you feel like half the day is gone. I've got to start watching Pornhub at that times. Mm. <laughs> do, do, do you all, like, I don't know why, my, my family are baffled when, they, when I wake up at, like, 1am and I'm like, what the fuck, what the fuck am I else am I supposed to do with my day? Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> 1am? Do you mean 1pm? 1pm, sorry, yeah. <laughs> well, certainly not. I've, I've been helping my brother do his homeschooling, so I've been up very early, but I might get up until like half ten. So I get up, I'm just there going, right, I've had six and a half hours of sleep, I've now got to try and help my brother with his with his work. And I look at it some days, I'm just there going, right, this is year two work, and I'm struggling. <laughs> I need to go back to bed. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I've been just going for walks past couple of, past couple of days just to like, just brighten the day up, get some fresh air. But fair, walks are lovely. I I've I found a new fun love for walks. In fairness, I know I feel like a dog. It's like... uh, well... <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not going to say anything. We're not talking about Stan anymore. But no, I felt like a dog. So I'm there going right, okay, right. I, I'm going outside. I'm going to go outside for a walk. I get, I, I like you know, I, I went for like three, like five mile walk yesterday and today at the same time. It just it feels nice. It is nice to go for that longer walk. Put your headphones in, listen to some shit music. Because I looked at, I looked at, I looked at my playlist today and I just thought, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> it's dreadful. But no, we're not here to talk about shit music and lockdowns or that. We're here to talk about. Our all-time combined 11. Now, what we've done is we've picked our own 11, and we're going to have a debate on who was the best person we put in that position. So, Carl's picked an 11, I picked an 11, Liz picked an 11, and it's going to be just a classic 4-4-2 formation. We've asked um, some of the people on the road, some of Nathan, and we've asked Anthony to their teams, and just have a look, and... uh, Yeah, try and create an ultimate Premier League 11 with our combined teams. So, um, a lot of banging around. <laughs> oh, sorry, I didn't think you could hear that. <laughs> oh, oh, we'll just start again. So, yeah, so what we're going to do, we're going to pick an ultimate 11, so we, we're just going to try and use our combined brain power, as limited as it is, and we're going to create an ultimate 11. So, um, Carl, so we're, we're going to start with goalkeeper. So, Carl, I'm going to come to you first. Who have you picked in the, the goalkeeper position and why? Okay, I've gone for a bit of a boring choice. Uh, Patichat, basically, because he's got the most clean sheets in Premier League history. And you can't really argue against that in my book. That's a good start. I mean, yeah, you look at it, he's... I mean, yeah, great goalkeeper for for Chelsea and for Arsenal. I mean, as he played like two hundred odd games less than David James, who's second in the list or something like that, and that's just absolutely ridiculous. Mm. I think he's mm. got as well the, the lowest goals ever conceded as well for a yeah. game he's played. Um, I think what lets Petr Jack down a little bit though is the Arsenal transfer. 
I mean, he was, and also the last couple of years at Chelsea, I mean, you know, Courtois came and mm. kind of just forced him out of the team in a way. Because, I mean, let's be honest, Courtois at that point was incredible. And, yeah, but Petr came to Arsenal, first game, was it a mistake at like West Ham to score? And they were thinking, oh, here we go. Yeah, but, it, was, it was one of the cross from the corner, I believe. Mm, but, I mean, just can't take it away that he's an absolutely wonderful goalkeeper and to bounce back from the injury he had as well against Reading. Yeah. Oh, that's a good choice, Liam. Who's your uh, your pick? I struggled with this. I, I, I was struggling between um, two people, but ultimately when someone who I think will make Carl happy, I actually went for David De Gea. I think um, since after a few days after his debut, I think the last five or so years, minus the last two, I think he's been absolutely brilliant. Yeah, I mean, he he's kept Man United in that top half of the table for me. Those, those seasons, he was just incredible. That save at Arsenal springs to mind, but he saved it with his feet. Mm. He hit off the posts, and he's just... For me, I, after, I mean, I was there for one of, for one of his second game against West Brom. And he looked so shaky, looked so naive, and you know, I mean, great, he was yeah. young when he came in, but he looked so skinny he, as well. He was, and he's repaid that faith that Fergie put in him by, as I said, being Man United's best player for five years. I mean, Carl, you, you can't disagree with that, can you? No, I mean, it's easy to be a good goalkeeper when you've got a great defence in front of you, and I, I think, in fairness, that's one of. Um, one of the things Czech always had, he had a, he had a really good solid defender in front of him. Where David De Gea was having to perform week in, week out with quite a, a shaky defence, to, to say <laughs> the least. He's been there in United sort of um, uh, sort of gloom years, I suppose is the best way to put it. Great yeah. years, great great in, years. Yeah, he's been in team of the year, I think, for five years. Yeah, what was. Wasn't he making all his like, player of the year for three years in a row or something like yeah. that? Mm. Yeah. But I mean, it says, it says a lot when you you having to have Phil Jones in front of you. So, <laughs> so um, and he did have his like shaky seasons, didn't he as well? Uh, yeah, the, yeah. The last couple of seasons. Some high, I mean, I, I, what what it is with the, with the hair though? I mean, being a Man United is if he makes a mistake, he, he's under the spotlight a lot more than save. Um, not just gonna say if Leno makes a mistake, it's more yeah. because it's, annoyed, it's more focused on. Um, but two good picks. My one is my one's completely different. We have three different goalkeepers. I like this already. I've gone with someone unconventional. I've gone for Edwin Van der Sar. Oh, really? I, was... I don't think that's unconventional. When you nah. say unconventional, See, did... I was imagining someone like Tim Flowers or um, <laughs> never Robinson or someone. Then. Well, no, what, why say Edwin van der Sar? Because look at it, van der Sar's never really spoken of in this category. I mean, you look at it, everyone goes for either Schmeichel or Czech, which a lot of the fact none of us have gone for Peter Schmeichel. Um, I mean, I, I, I thought, Carl, that he would have been your shoeing. And, um, mm-hmm. but no, I mean, you look at it, van der Sar, he was a great goalkeeper for Fulham. Let, let's put it out there. Great goalkeeper for Fulham. Joins Man United at, what, 34? Something like that. For, like, what, I think, one and a half million pounds they paid for him. And Jeez. he kept what it was it twelve games he went without conceding. He had, I mean, great. Yeah, he had a great defensive front of him, but he, you always thought with Van der Sar in goal, you were secure. And I, I can't name a Van der Sar mistake or a moment of madness for me. And that's why I run Van der Sar in my, in my, for me in goal because I think he's just incredible and very under underappreciated. I think by a lot yeah. of. I've always no, I always admired him uh, even before he came to Man United. Um, he was great at Ajax. He was great at Juventus. Um, how Fulham got their hands on him, I'll never know. But you know, he was as good <laughs> as he could be there, all things considered. And and yeah, you're right. I think that's still a, a Premier League record, isn't it? That twelve games in a row. I think was it Tottenham? Is it Tottenham conceded against or some like that? So. <laughs> I can't. I can't remember who it was. I think I can remember. I remember watching match of the day. I mean, that's how long ago it was. I remember watching it. I think it was Tottenham. Did it? Um, so um, yeah. But okay. So we we've got three different goalkeepers. We now need to pick. We need to come with a unanimous vote for who's going to be in our eleven. So uh, Carl, who are you going to vote for? Uh, I'm being convinced 
by you. I'm going to go with uh, Edmund van der Sar. He was one of my um, other options, actually. Mm-hmm. Liam, who's yeah. your, who your he, second one? He was he was actually my second one as well, actually, quite surprisingly. Okay. Um, but I'm actually gonna, I'm gonna stick with De Gea though, because I think um, I think the fact that people didn't miss Van der Sar when he left was because of De Gea, because of De Gea, and I think that says a lot about him. That's not that's not bad, that's not a bad argument, that is, to be honest with you. I mean, you look at it, he was the, he was built bought in to replace Van der Sar, but yeah, I'm gonna have to go with Van der Sar. Um, so goalkeeper is Edwin Van der Sar. <laughs> so. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm just going to quickly go on and tell you, uh, Nathan and Anthony's pick. So, you know, we, as I said, they, they come up this summer with their 11s. And um, Nathan, Anthony went with Petr Cech, and so did Nathan. So, they both, so, I mean, you know, they had Petr Cech, but they're not part of this, and it's not a democracy. Um, it's a dictatorship, and I always win. So, no, no. sorry. <laughs> Even though we've just had a democratic vote on who went into that. No, no. <laughs> we, no. Right, we only had a vote because I, I sent you threatening messages. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we move on. We're going to go with uh, left-back uh, first. So, Liam, who have you picked as your left-back? Because I know you've got two or three that you've got to pick from. Yeah, this is a really hard one for me. So it was between three, which were um, Ashley Cole, uh, Nigel Winterburn and Dennis Irwin. I think. Oof. I mean, <laughs> I mean, those three are really hard to pick from. But I think they I'm going to go really for Cole are. just for his quality. I think the other two were unbelievably consistent. I was so I was very very tempted, but I think I'm going to have to go with Cole, even if even if he's a fucking traitor. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've I've got two that I was going to go for. One was Patrice Evra. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone, but I, you can't look past Ashley Cole. I think I think Ashley Cole's probably the best English left back of this generation, of his generation. Sorry, I mean he played. He was in the Invincible squad for Arsenal. Uh, mm. Played did won. I know it's like FA Cups. Won seven FA Cups with Arsenal and Chelsea. Um, over a hundred caps for England. Very consistent in the Premier League. Chelsea to this day still haven't replaced him, which says a lot of how much of an impact he had on that team. So, I, I can't disagree with Liam. I'm going to go Ashley Cole. Yeah, Cole? Was it me? Yeah. Well, Ashley Cole was one of my considerations, but um, in my team, I, I pumped for Dennis Irwin in the end. Um, <laughs> he wasn't just a great left-back. He was quite a versatile player. He was a leader, and he, he was actually quite good at penalties. He went for a spell where he started taking our penalties because... Uh, the forwards kept missing them. Yeah, but he played for Wolves. That's why he can't be in the team. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm quite surprised no one's gone for Andre Santos. I'm, I'm a bit sad, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I was going to pick um, oh, so pick Gav Clichy, but I thought, no, I'm not going to degrade my team. Um, I mean, but, or, or, look, or Kieran Gibbs. Let's move on. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't think you can look past uh, Ashley Cole, so you two both gone for him, so. Yeah, I mean, just That's go. Fair with play. That's fair play. Yeah, I mean, he's hard to look. But I mean, like he's personal life, he's a cock. But footballing, he's mm. he's just. I think for me, I said unparalleled in that position. I mean, and I still don't think that England have replaced him at left back as well, which says a lot. Um, but I mean, Nathan Nathan went for Ashley Cole as well, um, and Anthony went with Dennis Irwin. Very hard to pick between those. I mean, you know, Irwin is said incredible. Play for Man United. He came from was it old? From Oldham as well. Yes. Signed from Oldham for two two hundred fifty grand. I think it was. You signed, paid yeah. for it, which is nothing. Seven, seven league titles to his name. Mm-hmm. Um, Patrice Evra, uh, virtual unknown. We signed from Monaco when he went mm-hmm. on to be Man United legend. Who is still? I mean, the, the passion he has for that club is unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, he, he, did, he, did, he didn't have a very good first season, but from there he kind of became... No, both incredible. him and Vidic, I remember being bought in at the same time. And they had a game against City where they were both woeful. So they were taken out of the first team for a couple of months, brought back in, and they never looked back. That's his history, isn't it? That's the thing. I mean, 
as I said, yeah, but, but incredible play, but yeah, I think that we call the pack Ashley Cole. So uh, Ashley Cole is cemented in at left back. We now move to the other side. We go to right back. So I'm going to start this one. Uh, right back was a bit tricky because there's not many uh, great right backs in the Premier League history. As Jamie Carragher said, no one wants to be a fullback, <laughs> You're like a failed winger or a failed centre half. But and it's the man he said that to. For me, that's my right back, Gary Neville. Um, he is Mr. Man United for me. He is, I mean, countless Premier League trophies um, for Man United. He, and also what I like about Gary Neville is he knew when he was done. He didn't try and hang on to his career. He knew yeah. it, was, it was against West Brom. So yeah. it, was, it was against West Brom. I was there for his last game and he, he, um, he should have been sent off. He brought down he brought down Jay's Morrison in the box in the penalty area. Didn't get a card or anything like that for it, but he, even he admitted it was a penalty and he should have he should have walked and he knew he was done then. But I mean, so consistent for England. Wore his wore his heart on his sleeve. Played for the badge. Played for the shirt. And that's what you don't see a lot is players of that passion anymore. Mm. And for me, that Gary Neville is my right back in this Premier League eleven. Right, Liam. I mean, it's, I mean, it's a fantastic choice. I mean, I I thought about Neville, but I I, I just fucking hate Neville, so <laughs> I couldn't go for him. <laughs> um, so I actually went for a modern player. I went for Trent Alexander Arnold because I think he's absolutely revolutionised. Um, I think he's absolutely revolutionised that position, and I think what he's kind of turned into is nothing short of absolutely incredible. Just arguing with Trent is Trent's not a defender. For mm, me. That's true. He's he's all right, but he's not. Um... He's far yeah. better going forward than he is uh, defending, and it's and it's shown more this season than last season. Yeah, he reminds me a bit of um a bit of an Alves, but like less good defensively, I'd argue. <laughs> less good. <laughs> you got Danny Alves. You, I, mean, got... I, I can't English. <laughs> and another thing about um about him is he's still very young, so his, his best. His best days might yet still be ahead of him as well. Mm. I, I can't disagree with that. I mean, what, he's like three, three years of age. <laughs> uh, already a Premier League and Champions League winner. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Trent, I, I, yeah, another great choice. Um, I just Before we move on to Carl, I just want to say my uh, honour mention, it was going to be Cesar Arzpilicueta. Oh, All right, yeah. That's not a bad one. He... Again, he's another player that's very, very, very underrated and underappreciated. What well, he came from Marseille for eight million quid uh, nine years nine years ago. No one really thought he'd be what he is, but he is he's, he's a leader. He's absolutely incredible. But I couldn't look past Gary Neville, so that was just just to move on. That's my mention was as for the quetta. But Carl, who was your right back? Okay, this could be quite a contentious one, but I went for Lee Dixon. Oh, okay. He's part part of that. Legendary Arsenal back four. He, you know, he won league titles and FA Cups. Uh, a really great, you know, a really great defender. One that a bit like Van der Sar, not often talked about or applauded, but you know, he was he was a great player in his day. That's a great show, that is. Yeah, I mean, I, I fucking love. He's also a brilliant pundit as well, which I, I you know, it's very hard to be. I think. He seems like a nice guy, doesn't he, to be honest, whether he is or not, I don't know. What lets you do, he's a woeful commentator of FIFA 20. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I I, I like him a lot, but honestly, I have to to mute them when when I'm playing FIFA 20, because, oh my God, or FIFA 21, sorry. Oh, well, I don't know what FIFA is. It FIFA 21 this year? I don't know. But it's honestly, I, here it is because 2021, you idiot. And I, I have to mute him because the, some of the stuff he says, I'm just there going, Lee, I won my last game 4 0. How are my favourites to lose to Accrid and Stanley in the League Cup? <laughs> <laughs> so, but no, I had three great choices Dixon, um, Neville, and. Um, Alexander Arnold. I'm just going to go with Nathan and Anthony. They both picked Gary Neville. Um, shows you know that I have got to them two, them two as well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm going to stick with mine purely for the fact that how much Gary Neville accomplished with Man United, and also, I mean, one man one man club and. You know the the, the 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 desire and the passion you show for Man United, and for me, I'm going to have to sit with Gary Neville. 
I'm actually gonna. I'm. I'm gonna switch to Carl's. I think. Um. I mean, partially because I'm an Arsenal fan and I do love <laughs> Lee Dixon. But yeah, I, I think I'm actually gonna switch to Carl's. And also just to fuck you over. <laughs> I'm gonna stick with mine. To be honest. Wow. So Lee so Dixon. So much to your fucking dictatorship. I mean, obviously. I mean, obviously, as a Man United fan, Gary Neville was a consideration, but I don't know. He he always. He had a mis- he always had a mistake or two in him for me. As I love him, but um, yeah, yeah so initial pet. So Lee Dixon is our right back. Um, next week I will be joined by new guests. Um, <laughs> uh, no, no, I mean fantastic choice. I can't. I I I, I, I can disagree, but I, I I see why you're going with him. That Arsenal back four in the the early nineties was just. It was impenetrable. No that one... Was one of, well, that was one of Wenger's biggest problems. Once those guys started retiring under his reign, he, he really struggled to replace them. Mm. Yeah, he did. He did. I mean, especially with who we're going to go to centre-backs now, and I'm just going to start with my Tony Adams. He's one of mine. Um, Great choice. Great choice. You look at it, Mr. Arsenal. That, I mean, you know, he, he is what centre-backs... He's, he's what centre-half should be modelled on. He's what centre-half should look at to how to play the game because he's incredible. And I'm not... Uh, uh, for me, Tony Adams has to be in that 11. So that's one of my centre-halves. Um, Who was your other one? No, we'll just, we'll just go... So one of mine... So we'll just go there. So we, we have to pick one at a time. So one centre-half for me, Tony Adams... Um, Okay, we'll do my other one then. My other one would be Nemanja uh, Vidic. Another, another good choice. Very good choice. He, as Carl said, came in with shaky to begin with. Came from Spartak Moscow and then became part of arguably the best Premier League partnership of all time, Ferdinand and Vidic. Um, but why I have Vidic over Ferdinand is because I don't like Rio Ferdinand. <laughs> and also and also, well, Rio ruined his career by going to QPR. <laughs> he, should, he, should, he, should, he should have retired at Man United. Not yeah, he should have. Yeah, I, I actually also went for Vidic as well. I went for Vidic, and I also went for Sol Campbell. Oh, OK. That's not bad. Yeah, the reason also, I think is for Adams, because I think he kind of slightly so ruined traitor, his career. A traitor in the opposite way to Ashley um, <laughs> Elbow. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you got fit. That's why I like. I'll him. never, I'll never forget. That's, that's one transfer I'll just never forget because of uh, the the uproar, the uproar was unbelievable. It was brilliant because he, he said he said in the press conference that he stayed with. He, he did an after match interview, and he said he was staying at, at top. Yeah. <laughs> and then what? Like a month later, he was at Arsenal. And what well, was even better? How often have players done that though? I, I don't know, but what made it even better? It was a free transfer. Tottenham got no money for it. <laughs> so, it's amazing. <laughs> so we've got Adams and Vidic, Vidic and um, Campbell. Campbell. So Vidic is in the team. So Vidic is one centre half. We've got a pick between Adams, Campbell, and whoever Carl picks. Yeah, the one thing I was going to say that goes against Vidic um, for me is he got, kept get, he always got skinned by Torres. He got three red cards against the ball. <laughs> He couldn't handle. He couldn't handle Fernando Torres. He always ended up bringing him down. It was, but there's always that one. Player, there's always that one player that always gets the best of one. One other player. Mm, but three sendings off like that. That was. Uh, but yeah, he was a. But no, he was a class class defender. Uh, I've gone. Uh, I've gone for Rio Ferdinand and uh, a fairly recent one, Virgil Van Dijk, because I think he was a, a revelation in that Liverpool. I think it was a revelation in that Liverpool defence, uh, and the reason I, I, they they've won trophies recently. I debated Van Dijk. However, if we're going to pick Van Dijk, then Company has to be involved. And I, I, I think he's been far better than Company ever was. So, Compl- I, I, I do know what you I mean. I don't know. I mean, no. look, you you ever watched Man City when Company was um, playing for them? Whenever he was. Out injured, that defence was a shambles. That's true. And then as soon as he was back, they'd be airtight again. And they're and still, also, 
and they've only just now started to look like they're coping without him since since mm. he left. Also, Vincent Company scored two goals that won in the league. Let's be honest, he scored that header against Man United mm. in 2012, and also mm. he scored that 30 yard belter against Leicester. That is good. That is a good so, point. I think we what if? Well, I think before we go, I think um, I was about third in land. Is that year he got banned? Uh, United were on course to win a league title. Uh, the defence was solid, and then as soon as Ferdinand uh, started serving his ban, our defence went into absolute shambles. Um, you know, he's he was a very athletic, he was a very athletic defender. I know Reece Lewis says he doesn't like him, so he's probably not going to get him. But no, no, he, he was great for it. He was great for England as well. He, he, he was. Scored, he scored. Uh, he scored goals. You know, I thought it was, you know he had leadership qualities. I think he was captain at Leeds. Um, very, very young age, isn't he? Mm. I mean, I, 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 what? I've, third, what let's Ferdinand down as I said is he should have, he should have retired at Man United. He he went to QPR as a mercenary for me. He went there for for a payday. And nothing wrong he, with that. No, what I mean, but he thinks he knew he wasn't good enough. He went there and he unravelled that he wasn't good enough. <laughs> and he, yeah, I think that's what, I think that just lets his legacy down a little bit. Is that? But I mean, you look at that, some solid picks there. I mean, you know, Adams, Ferdinand, Campbell, Van Dyke. We've missed John Terry. We've missed one, one thing. I would say about um, Adams, though, I think that his um, record of alcoholism kind of ruined his career slightly. As sad as it is, I, I think it kind of those few years was pretty rough. I mean, Martin Keown's another one we've. Yeah, yeah. Put in as well. Yeah. He was that. He was excellent in his day. Kodo Torre. No, his wife would ruin it for. Oh, he, he was. Go away, Liam. Oh, okay. Liam's, Liam's done with his podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you look at it. Yap Stam, we've missed off. Uh, yeah, he was. He was great. Yap Stam was. So th- th- this is what I said. This is what I think. I struggle most with centre halves, but I, I, I'm. <sighs> I'm going to lean more towards Ferdinand purely for that partnership in that centre half of Ferdinand. Sorry? I'm, 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 I'm going to go with Rio Ferdinand. Hmm. Right. Well, that's two of us then. I'm sticking with Rio. As well, yeah, I, guess he's in so, there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you look at it. I mean, if you're going to have Vinicius there, you have to have Rio next to him because that defense, that partnership was why Magnolia and all, the, all those trophies that they won. Mm. So, you look, so, team so far, Van der Sar in goal, Lee Dixon at right back, which is going to get some eyebrows raised, <laughs> Vinicius Ferdinand <laughs> in centre back, and Ashley Cole at left back. So, we move now on to the midfield. So I think we'll start with the right wing. Um, I'm gonna say the, an obvious one. I'm gonna say Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah, he was mine as well. I'm gonna say it now. Ah, <laughs> oh, see, I, I put him. I put him at left wing. He, he, he played. He can maybe this way. He can play both, but he was predominantly used on the right though for Man United. Yeah. Well, in, in that case, I guess he's probably he's probably the right choice. I, I I said um I said Robin, but he's nowhere near as good. I thought Bale, but he didn't really have. I don't know. I don't. I don't think the longevity was there. Bale, I think you've picked, you've picked players who play on the other side. Yeah, I think you got your left and right mixed up there. Oh yeah, he did play on the left. Never mind. Oh, but Robin, Robin played on the right though. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, you got one right. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Um, so, I mean, you look, we can't have an all-time Premier League level without having, for me, the world's greatest player. Yeah, so, it speaks for, you know, it's credentials speak for themselves, really. It is, I mean, granted, you know, he didn't, get, he didn't score as many goals in England as he scored elsewhere, but, I mean, that season, we've got 40 goals in the season. Yeah, exactly, from the, from the wing. And that, yeah, exactly, from the wing. And that front three of... Um, I just got to ask you, who was better as a front three, though? Was it Tevez... Ronaldo, Rooney, or Berbatov, Rooney, Ronaldo? I'd say Tevez, uh, Rooney, Ronaldo. Yeah, I, I, I have a soft spot for Berbatov, but... Um... Yeah, well, I like Berbatov. I've got nothing against I love Berbatov, Berbatov, but um, <laughs> Tevez is a different class when he wants when he wants to play. Yeah, if you pay him enough. <laughs> so, right wing has to be Ronaldo. Left wing, um, Liam, I'm going to come to you first. 
Oh, brilliant. Uh, now I'm going to think of a new left winger. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? I'm, I'm going to... Oh, I was going to say Eden Hazard. No, actually, I'm going to go with Alexis Sanchez. Because I think the, for the years he was here, minus Man United, I thought he was absolutely phenomenal. Um, I mean, it's, it's hard because he kind of ruined his legacy, but he was fucking fantastic. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I mean, he, he dragged Arsenal when Arsenal needed to be dragged. I mean, imagine imagine an Arsenal team with Aubameyang, Sanchez, Ozil, oh. Lacazette, all on song. It, Arsenal would finish horribly third. Oh my God. Imagine if Arsenal <laughs> gave a shit. It'd be incredible. Oh, leave that man, leave that man alone. <laughs> <laughs> if he's in any of your teams, you're like, Jesus Christ. I don't know he what is? to say. He is. <laughs> oh, sure. Okay, sure. <laughs> all right, what about you guys? Let go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, for me, there was only one choice. Um, that was Ryan Giggs. He's, yeah. he's a phenomenal player, the most decorated player in English in the English game. He scores fantastic goals. He worked really hard for the team. You know, he was still playing at the top of his game at bloody 38, for Christ's sakes. Played with his brother's wife as well. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. probably, you know. Most assists <laughs> of all time, Doesn't... I believe. Yeah, yeah. Most assists, I like that. I mean, I, I, I can't disagree with Carl. <laughs> he has to be Ryan Giggs. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, I think just that video of him at the train station with that lad alone, I think he deserves his place. He's, a, I mean, fantastic footballer. If only, you know, I, I know can't, be, in the I can't be... League for that goal against Arsenal in the FA Cup semi final in 1999. It's one of the best goals I've, you know, I've, I've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, the defending was shite, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sorry, but he made them look shy. That's what a good players he did. do. He, mm. he made he made an Arsenal defence look like it was like Shrewsbury. Um, I mean, they really defended like Shrewsbury, yeah, to be fair. And that, was, like, and that was when you had a good defence. I was going to say, yeah. It was a good defence. That, that, that goal, they were absolutely awful. But yeah, it's, it's a good point. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm just shocked that Sven never picked him for England. Um, you know, I think <laughs> it, it, it's great. I mean, Sven never picked him. Capello never picked him. Um, I mean, yeah. how many, how many things would England have won if Roy Giggs played for us? <laughs> <laughs> I'll stop it. But um, I think that, I think what lets Roy Giggs' legacy as a whole and let it down as a whole though is he never actually achieved anything. On the international stage, which well, is a shame. Going for Wales, was he? But yeah, exactly. I mean, that's a shame for him. I'm just going to go with Nathan and Anthony. Team. They both picked Ronaldo, and they both picked gigs. So, um, yeah, it just shows how important them two were. Now, centre mid, I think this is going to be a very, very, very interesting yeah. debate. Mm. So we'll pick. We'll just go with one each, and then we'll we'll discuss that one, and then we'll go for the other one. So I've picked um, Paul Scholes as one. Okay. Yeah, I've got him down as one of mine as well. Yeah, one of wow. one of the greatest English midfielders ever produced. I mean, yeah. Chavi criminally, <laughs> criminally never played more for England for me. He was just so good as like a number ten, finding little pockets of space. He could score tap ins. He could score thunderbolts from twenty, thirty yards away. He, he was just amazing. It's a good choice. And, I, and later in his career, when he kind of, you know, he, he changed his game a little bit as well to kind mm. of become a bit more defensive. He did. I mean, what got me, though, is you look at it, Fergie begged him to come back. And he comes back, and how important was it when he came back? Yeah, he was. Mm. I've I mean, I mean, I mean, heard the story. Um, so apparently, <laughs> Fergie has to come back. He had to ask one of the junior players for a pair of football boots because he didn't have any. <laughs> <laughs> So, but no, I, I, I think so. Paul Scholes is assuming um, because we've got two there. Liam, who was your, who was one of yours, and who were you put against Paul Scholes? I was going to put um, one of mine was going to be Vieira. Classic choice. I started Pat Shout, man. Patrick Vieira. It, yeah, Arsenal to this day still haven't replaced him. Yeah, he was a fantastic player. Gotta, gotta say. Yeah, he's brilliant. I, I mean, I just love the fact that he. 
he was the only man who wasn't scared of Roy Keane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's weird to think, because Roy Keane was like, he's like 5'8 or 5'10 or something. Yeah, but he's mad and Irish. <laughs> he is. Yeah. I should always find it funny. I was like, man. I mean, let's go. I mean, you know, as I said, he's mad and Irish, which is, this is not a slur to Irish people. They're all fucking batshit crazy and fucking terrifying. I mean, I'm fucking <laughs> Irish, so I'm not offended, so it's fine. You are as Irish as I am South African. I am, like, well... You are... Mate, you are... You are... <laughs> God, that, okay, you say you are Irish, that's saying Carl's young. It's I, a, I, I, I'm Irish. I'm, I'm Irish. I have you! For, like, Hi. 20 years. <laughs> 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 Liam, Liam, just stop. Oh, <laughs> all right. Come on. No, I mean, I mean, I mean, have you watched that documentary between Patrick Vieira and Keem and they have to pick a combined Arsenal Man United eleven? Oh, I love it. We also just seem so different. We we seem so similar, but so different. I mean, I mean, everyone remembers that tunnel incident with Graham mm. in the middle between him, Graham Paul in the middle of Vieira and Keem, <laughs> <laughs> and. Well, you just knew in those days. You knew that when when Man United and Arsenal played each other, it was as big as any game in world football. Yeah. They were they were amazing games back then when you had Keown and um, yeah Vieira and getting into Van Nistelrooy's face and in Keane's face. And... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love those Pizza Gate. Oh, that was brilliant. That was. I just, I can't get over the, the, I mean, you look at it, compared to the players that have got now, can you imagine fucking Al Nenny squaring up to Matic? Oh, I'd love to see it. <laughs> I mean, I think that's what football misses now. Football misses characters like them too. But characters, I mean, footballers are unafraid to kick the living shit out of each other. Trouble oh, is, with the, with the rules these days, they wouldn't last two minutes on the pitch, would they? Let's face it. <laughs> I mean, no, they wouldn't. But then again, I mean, Roy Keane never... <laughs> Roy Keane didn't do that. <laughs> I mean, that's sending off against Harland. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. <laughs> bastard. But, I mean, you could tell that there was a mutual respect between the pair of them when they mm. played. I mean, they didn't show it, but there was there. I mean, at the end of the games, they shake each other's hands and stuff like that. You could tell that it was just like, oh. I mean, I think... Didn't they say in that documentary that they are the two... That they are the best player they played against? Mm. I mean, I mean they've got to be, surely. I mean, the I mean, Keane's the... dedication and Vieira's fucking tenacity and fucking skill and scariness. Okay, who, uh, just moving off this topic, who would you have, Prime Keane or Prime Vieira, in your teams now? Who would you rather have? Vieira. This, 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 is, this is just for you to... Well, I'm, I'm always going to go with Keane because I'm a Man United yeah. fan. I'm not going to beat around the bush, but he was... You know, he was a leader and an integral part of us winning so many trophies back back in the uh, mid nineties, early two thousands. He got you to the final in ninety nine for me. That oh, yeah. that display against you, Ben, because he knew he wasn't playing. He just thought, right, get him to the final. I know I'm not going to play, but he got into the final, and he was incredible. That that for me, that was the quintessential captain's display. Yeah. So, mm. yeah, uh, great. I mean, but. I haven't got Roy Keane in my team, so we've got Skulls at Skulls is one side. Um, who would we have on the other side? I've the, I struggled big time with this because there's so many midfielders you can have. Mm. Um, Vieira definitely, Keane yes, uh, Lampard the highest goal, the highest scoring midfielder in Premier League history. Um, Gerard, um, just Bob Carrick if you can say him. Um, just plays of that ilk, so it was really hard for me to settle on one, but I did settle on Frank Lampard. It's a good choice. I, I, I yeah, I mean, I mean, look, Chelsea's, Chelsea's all-time record goal scorer. He got he's got more goals in the Premier League than Thierry Henry. I know scored played more games, but that's an insane amount of stats. And exactly, and uh, I said to be Chelsea's all-time goal scorer as well, and. He was. He still had it when he was playing for Man City at 35 years of age, and I think Chelsea. I mean, imagine if Lampard was in that Chelsea team now. Mm. A prime mm. Lampard with that those players. I think he would drag the best out of those players. I think he's too certain to be underrated as well because I never really think of him as a passer. But obviously, he was. He was. He could do it all. 
It was Lamp. See, that's the thing. That's why I think that's why I think Lampard and Gerard never played well for England with each other because of the same player. Because they mm-hmm. both just attacking. There was one. There wasn't one that was fixed passing and that that sort of game. They were both just. I'm going to go all over attack and I'm going to score for my team. I'm going to score from fifty yards. Yeah, England's and, biggest problem back in what they call the golden era was instead of playing the best players for their for their position, they were just trying to cram the best players in the team in any way they could. Yeah, I, I mean, our, our, our midfield choice was a left wing. Skulls, skulls was left wing. Yeah, so skulls at left wing for England. Ridiculous. Um, so, yeah, I, I went with Lampard, but then you look at the players we missed off. It's, it's just incredible. But, um, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm going to stick with Frank Lampard. I, I mean, I, my, my second player was Kevin De Bruyne. Which is a bit of a more modern choice, but I think he's the greatest oh, midfielder I've ever seen. What yeah. a shout! He's a fantastic player. I, I want to shout. Well, my my second player was was Roy Keane. Um, I think if you're going to have, uh, you know, you've got three. If you want to balance midfield, uh, it depends how you want to look at it. But you know, you've got your flair plays with Ronaldo, Giggs, and Skulls. And you need, for me, you need that hard mid, midfielder who's going to get the tackles in, um, protect the defence. And that's mm. why I would be tempted to go for a Pierre or a Keane um, in that midfield over, you know, your, your Lampard or De Bruyne. Just, you know, just so you know my thinking. I, I like that point because if we go to that point, I'm leaning more towards Vieira. Because Vieira can do that, but then Vieira can break. Yeah. Sorry, Liam, just one second. I, t- I tell you a player who, we, who could do both, and we haven't said it. Yaya Torre? Mm. Yeah, it was just a dedication oh. for me. Just, he never really... But, but you've got to remember to get his birthday cake every season, though. <laughs> <laughs> I think Yaya Torre, for me, is the closest we've seen... To Vieira again in the Premier League, maybe maybe Pogba as well. Pogba on form, Pogba on form would walk into this team. Yeah, because an on-form Paul Pogba, like he showed against um, in midweek, that goal, fucking hell, what a goal yeah, that was! Yeah. Good goals and that. I mean, but I said an on-form Paul Pogba, if he showed the form at Juventus, he would walk into this team, no doubt. Yeah, he's. Um, because he's immensely talented, and he shows why he was paid, why he was bought for ninety-six million pounds. Mm. Uh, because he's great. However, if we're going to go on what we need in this team, he said with the with the def- like we've got to break it up. I will abandon Frank Lampard. And I will go Patrick Vieira. Can I make a bit of a controversial statement? And this kind of feeds into my honourable mentions. A- a- I think- Every statement you make is controversial. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't choose Lampard or um, Gerard for the reason, like the, for the World Cup reason. I think I'd rather choose someone like James Milner, to be honest, because he's someone who could do it all, but he's willing to put everything behind him. Yeah, he was someone in the back of my mind, actually, Milner. Yeah. He's, he's I, a character, everything for the team. Mil, I mean, you look at it, Milner's coming up to 800 league appearance, 800 career appearances, mm. which is. Incredible, and the fact is that he joined Liverpool on a free, yeah, and has played in every single position in that team, bar goalkeeper, and is still performing at 35 years of age. And he's a lead for me. He should be captain Liverpool. I know Jordan Henderson's a very good player, but he should be captain Liverpool, not not Jordan Henderson. And I mean, a lot of players don't like this tag, but he is Mister. He is Mister Reliable, isn't he? He is. <laughs> he is, there's, there's no there's no other way look at it I mean you, you look at it when just go with Michael Carrick look how much Man United missed Michael Carrick when he mm. when he retired so um, I, I can't there's so there's something said I think Centre is probably the hardest pick but <laughs> if we're going to go if, we, if we're going to go with Carl's thinking I'd go with Vieira if we're just going for my all-out attack football, I would go Lampard, but I am going to say Patrick Vieira. So it's all on you, Liam. Vieira or Keane? I, I mean, I, I, I think I chose Vieira as well, so absolutely. Yeah. 
I think yeah, I'm, I'm happy to go with uh, Vieira, to be honest. He's an excellent player. Carl, you traitor. List at midfield. Ronaldo right, Giggs left, Vieira and uh, Skulls. That's terrifying. And it every is, single... Uh, Why have we got so many goddamn Man United players in this team? Because we won 13, <laughs> we won 13 league titles and we've had some tremendous players. Now, I, I, piss off, Carl. <laughs> You're boring, that's why. Yeah, boring. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love the fact I found that, I found that picture again. I love it. Um, <laughs> so, um, right, so... For me, this is the one I've been looking forward to the most up front. I think it's the uh, easiest one, to be honest. It, it's not because I, I've I've chopped and changed my strikers so much. Yeah, I mean, I thought I knew mine, and then when I was re looking into it, I, I did have some doubt, doubts cast, but um, no, I am I'm, I'm pretty settled on um, Ling, Jesse Lingard and Carlin Grant. <laughs> <laughs> and that is and t- that that is the end of podcast. Those are mine too. So you know, great choices. Is, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean, what more is there to say? <laughs> um, no, okay. I'm gonna go. No, Liam, I'm gonna let you go first. I I, I already know who you're gonna pick as well, and it's gonna fucking annoy me. All right, I'm gonna go for Aguero just, and Henri. Okay. I'll say just oh, do one. Uh, fine, I'll go Omri. <laughs> I've got Thierry Omri. Yeah, I've got Thierry Omri as well. Oh, he's in then. The the, <laughs> the single greatest player I've seen live. Nobody, yes. comes, nobody comes close. Nobody. I mean, I mean, I, I know I've told you, this, but I've I went to Highbury and see, saw him, and I think seeing Thierry Omri at Highbury is probably the biggest privilege I've had in, in watching football. Um, because he is Mr. Highbury. He is the man who scored the most goals at Highbury. He's most goals in Premier League at one ground. Um, and look at the goals he scored. Man United immediately springs to mind. The, the run against Liverpool when he ran through size effect one, size effect mm. two. Um, the back end against Charlton. Um, the fucked up penalty against City. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So many. His combined skill and pace was just Really. And his strength as well. Mm. Yeah, I mean that, that. I mean, and also look at his head ability. Is I mean, you look at it. I mean, and also, but I know this was. I know this wasn't the Premier League, but I, I still get goosebumps talking about this. I remember watching this with my uncle, and my uncle, a friend of the show, Uncle Michael, and um, he. We watch this together. Welcome Leeds, anytime. no Leeds versus. <laughs> Arsenal, Henri comes off the bench, song with that beautiful through ball, and Henri with that, just that open the body up and that side foot finish that is just him went in. My God. That's my favourite moment, I think. Of I, still, I, I still get goosebumps talking about it because he, that, that is 2012, that was as well, which is just unreal. But I still, I, I still get goosebumps talking about it because he is. Yeah, incredible. So, Thierry is one. My second one is the second greatest striker I've seen live, and that is Didier Drogba. Oh, okay. Didier Drogba is a beast. Strong, quick, always scored in a final. Ha ha, Rahul, 2012. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, he's a fantastic player. Is is. Proneness to gamesmanship lets him down a little bit for me, but you can't take away he was a fantastic player. I mean, if we talk about gamesmanship, Ronaldo. <laughs> yeah. True, true enough. Um, but I mean, I, and I the error. <laughs> let's not get let's not get bogged down. Done what to do. But. Yeah, I I can't. I mean, I know I've missed out Shearer, Torres. Um, Rooney, Berbatov, Tevez, Aguero, Andy Cole, all those players. But for me, per, from a personal thing of seeing him, it would be Didier Drogba. Because I think he would complement Thierry Henry so well. Mm, yeah, I, I agree with that. that. That's my pick, Didier Drogba. 
So, Carl, who's your who's your one second one? My mine is the boring choice. It it is Alan Shearer. I mean, nobody's still anywhere near him for the amount of goals scored in the Premier League. I think Rooney's second, and he's got two hundred and eight compared to Alan Shearer two hundred and sixty goals, and nobody looks like getting anywhere near that. Yes, he didn't win any. He only won one league title at Blackburn. Um, but I, I, I think he's the best marksman of all time for me in the Premier League, and I think the statistics speak for themselves. Some some surprising ones. I I, I thought someone would say um, Van Nistelrooy or Kane or something. Yeah, like yeah, that. I considered Van Nistelrooy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe if he'd have had a, you know been at United longer, because you know he's got you know he was you know when you look at his um, goal scoring record for Man United, it is. It is amazing how many goals per games he scored, but he's just got so much stiff competition in the likes of, you know, we've already the names we've already rattled off. Yeah, yeah. Liam, who, who's your one? Um, yeah, my second one is Aguero because I think um, he's someone yeah. who set, you know, he stepped up in that big moment, um, final day of the season, and I think I mean his, his strike rate is absolutely incredible. And you know, I, I think um, you know people who turn up in the big moments are very underrated, and you you have some brilliant players, you know, like so, like people like him, but they don't always turn up in big moments. And you know, there's so many brilliant, brilliant strikers, but sometimes it just doesn't happen for them. I mean, think of like Higuain or something. So yeah, I, I think it had to be Aguero for me. I mean, fantastic pick. As I said, there's so many yeah, people. Great player, great player. I mean. This this the thing about um, the, the striker thing is because there is so many we could have picked. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I said the people you named Aguero, Van Nistelrooy, Torres on his pump, um, Shearer. I, I said that that record, Andy Cole as well. Mm, um, but Burkham wasn't the striker. Ian Wright. Yeah, Ian Roy. Yeah, uh, Lineker. Uh, well, Lineker Lin- 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 never played in the Premier League, darling. Yeah, he was a bit late. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say Jimmy Greaves didn't play in the Premier League. <laughs> um, I mean, Abamyang recently. Um, Van Persie. Yeah, Van Persie was a very good. Yeah, shot. great player. Um, Single-handedly. I mean, Single-handedly won the league. Yeah. Like the last year we won it. Wayne Rooney. Yeah, I was tempted to put him in as him in as well, but you know, fantastic player. But we need I, to pick. I just couldn't look past Shearer. We need to pick out of those three: Aguero, Shearer, and Rogba. This is fuck. This is easy, hard. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> This is. I mean, if we're gonna oh have. We, we, we didn't even mention Cantona or, or Suarez. That's kind of incredible. Oh, Jesus Christ, Cantona! <laughs> I forgot about him. You should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> well, Cantona's a great player, but when you you're looking at again statistics and how many goals and it, it, it's hard to put him in. Uh, <laughs> As much as I love him, he's my favourite player ever. But I have to look at it, uh, you know, impartially. I call Owen. Yeah. Even even Liverpool fans hate Michael Owen. Because he played for Man United, that's why. No, even before before he went to United, they ne- they never liked because I have friends because the area I live in because we're sort of close to both. Cities, you're either Liverpool or Man United, and you see best friends are Liverpool fans, and they, they just never liked him. Mm. I think it's because he started taking Robbie Fowler's place. That's, that, that's was another, such a beloved legend. That that's another player, Robbie Fowler. Yeah, he, he, here's one for you, Letizia. Letizia, what lets Letizia what lets Letizia down is the fact he never played for a big club. Yeah, and he didn't really play much for England, which is his fault. Oh, I know his best years were probably in uh, League One, but Ian Rush as well. Yeah, yeah, Rush. Yeah. Uh, God, this—I mean, just go. 
I'm just going to go with Nathan Anthony. They both put Alan Shearer in their team. Uh, Bastards. Nathan put Rooney in his. Um, so, I'm struggling with this one. I really am. Um, fuck it, Nicholas Bentner. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Perfect choice. <laughs> no, I'll tell you another one as well, if we do underappreciate Olivier Giroud. Yeah, it's not mm. bad shout. He's a good player, I don't think... No, no, that's in Torres. Yeah, no, I mean, so, all right, we need, we, we need to pick, gentlemen. Um, because I don't want to pick. Um, Liam, I'm going to let you pick first. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. I Do you want to veto it to race, Paul? No, race, race. As a tiebreaker, I think we just put Kane in. I'm down for that one. <laughs> All right, fuck it. I'm going, I'll, I'll go for fucking Didier Jogba. <laughs> really? Instead of Kane, yeah. No, <laughs> no, no. no. Not- um, it probably would be Didier, though. I mean, I, th- I think he's really underrated, but I think he's a fantastic shout. I, I, I'm, I hate this because I really want to say Alan Shearer and Aguero. Because <laughs> oh on one hand, we can't have the, the Premier League's all-time record goal scorer not in the team. But then again, we can't have, for me, my, my second favourite player of all time. In, not in the team, and we can't have the one of the best strikers of our generation not in that team. Um, what I'm going to go for is I'm going to go for Alan Kun Drogba. <laughs> He's my favourite. I'm going to go for Alan Kun Drogba, a hybrid of all. It was going to be Didier Aguerera. What, what, what was Shamak? We haven't even talked about Shamak yet. Oh, all right, fuck off. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna abandon my pick. I'm gonna have to go. just for logic and the fact it makes sense. He has to be in there, Alan Shearer. Yeah, well, I'm not, I'm not gonna deviate yeah. from Shearer. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, as as much as I love the drug, but Alan Shearer has to be in there. He's a boring bastard, but he's very good. I mean, let, let's put it. For me, there's only one pick in this team that is questionable, and that is right back. Mm. However, I, I mean, you know, we can't change it. It's it's locked in now. So our combined eleven is Edwin Van der Sar in goal, um, Lee Dixon at right back, Ashikol at left back, with a centre back centre back pair of Rio Ferdinand and Nemanja Vidic. On the right wing, we have Cristiano Ronaldo. Left wing, Ryan Giggs, with a midfield partnership of Patrick Vieira and Paul Scholes. And up front, Thierry Henry and Alan Shearer. I mean, that's a team to strike the fear into anyone's heart, that is. It's quite a team. I mean, it's great. I, mean I, I said, look at the players we missed off, Cantadar and mm. etc I mean it just shows that the Premier League has had the world's greatest players in it you can shove your La Liga shove your Bundesliga shove your fucking league and up your ass. the Premier League is the best end of go away I mean, and goodbye Robert Robert Lewandowski would get nowhere near this team would he that, let's face it no I mean let's face it. who would you rather have Prime Henry or, Prime, or, or Lewandowski Henry um, yeah I mean, I, 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 I mean, possibly one player could get in this team, Messi. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I think you'd walk in at left, left mid. To be honest. Yeah, I mean, I, I much a lot Ryan Giggs. Messi is ten times better than him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm not, I'm not completely sure about the left wing, but I think in terms of longevity, I think he has to be there. I mean, honestly, if we're gonna have if we're gonna have Alan Shearer, we have to have Ryan Giggs. We have to have the most successful Premier League. We have to have the most. If we're gonna have the highest goal scorer, we have to have the most successful player. Yeah, that's true. Here's a question: How many West Brom players do we have? Uh, zero. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I mean, I might, I might have, might have signed these people on FIFA a couple of years ago. So <laughs> you know, um, but. Let's start talk about who's played for West Brom and who hasn't, because be that's unnecessary. Yes, it's yes. just it's I mean, unnecessary. Well, it's basically Man United and Arsenal. 
And like a Newcastle player snuck in there. And it just shows that the two most successful teams can make a combined greatest 11. Mm. Mm. And then I know we spoke before the podcast about who would manage this team. It's so fucking obvious who it should be. And that man is Sam Anadoss. I mean, imagine Cole and Giggs on the left overlapping each other and, and whatnot. And you've got Ronaldo on the, on the right and Skull. With Lee. Yeah, yeah with, I was going to say Ronaldo and Dixon overlapping each other. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, can, can we change Lee Dixon, please? No. Who? Who? Oh, wow. <laughs> no, fine. No, no. It's locked in. He's there. But um, I really like this. I think. I think what we could do, we could do next an an all top, an all world eleven, which I think would just be. An insane yeah, thing. That'd be, yeah. I mean, I, I, I dread to think who would we have because. Oh, we have different nationalities for each one. No, except no, because we tried it for it. It's just, I think we just basically we just. Uh, I think that could be the next special. We basically we pick a combined eleven. So mm. we do it from again. We do it from the Premier League era onwards. So from '92 onwards, we pick that team because. Or, champ- or we could have Champions League era onwards. So that'd be 93 onwards. So, I mean, it'd be scary to think who would be in this team because, mm. I mean, we've got LA, the goal scorer, of 4,327 goals as we speak. Um, no, sorry, News just in. He's just scored his 4,528th goal because he just scored in his back garden. Oh. Who are we on about now? Pele. Well, if you do from Premier League, so he, 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 he wasn't playing then, was he? So I made, I made, I made him get in, would he? It, if, if, it's, if it's a full moon and goal was scored, it belongs to Pele. <laughs> I mean, you, you know, I mean, oh, one minute he just scored again, Liam. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, well done, Pele. Um, so no, I've really enjoyed this, boys. I mean, I think really solid eleven, scary fucking eleven. Yeah. Well, here's a question though: Do we have um, Do we have choices for the Hall of Fame? Oh, um, yeah. My Hall of Fame pick is us three. Oh, that's sweet. Brilliant. But, no, 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 no. Uh, no, our my Hall of Fame pick is me and Carl putting up with you. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> All right. If you want, uh, okay. Also, okay. So before we go, we'll do the we'll do a bad to Hall of Fame last week. Um, I can't remember who got. I think I won last week. So, um, um, I think. Oh yeah, I think you did actually. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I always. So Liam, who who was your pick? Um, I'm going for someone who reminds me a bit of myself, and I went for um, Vinicius, the Tottenham striker, for celebrating in front of um, non-league marine. I thought it seems like something I would do. So I, I was just like, you know what, this is my guy. Uh, my pick is Jose Mourinho because Marine offered. Uh, tickets out to look at like a raffle, so it was ten pound a ticket. And if you, is it thirty thousand people put their name in for it, and whoever gets his name, their name and hat gets to coach Marine in the preseason friendly. Jose Mourinho paid for a ticket. <laughs> 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 so my, my Hall of Fame pick is Jose Mourinho buying a ticket to manage Marine in the preseason friendly. He's looking for a new job already. <laughs> <laughs> Carl, who's your hall? What's your Hall of Fame pick? My Hall of Fame pick. Is my dad for thinking a car bus cut out of Jurgen Klopp was actually Jurgen Klopp? <laughs> so, so we've got Carl's dad, <laughs> Jose Mourinho, by the raffle ticket, and Vinicius Junior celebrated like an absolute dickhead. Carl's um, <laughs> dad. Yeah, Carl's dad. Carl's <laughs> dad. I'm you not, are I'm me. not lying. He goes, he turns to me, he goes, what's Klopp doing there? Oh, that's that. Oh. <laughs> it takes off you. Carl, you can see where I get it from. Carl, what's your dad's name, please? Patrick. So it's Wait, not. The... So that's mine. No, I ain't gonna lie. That's just like that's my dad's name as well. You're fucking kidding me. No, <laughs> really. I swear, Dan. So the, right, but it's like it's not called the Bad Sweet Hall of Fame anymore. Then it's called the Patrick's Awards. <laughs> Patrick's Awards. 
<laughs> it's called the Patricks. <laughs> oh. Do you, 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 you want to know something also special about Carl's dad? What? He's the only dad who's actually younger than his son. Oh, that's the funniest thing you said. My dad is as old as time itself. Carl's still older than him. <laughs> Your dad is, is grandfather time. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. So the, the Patrick this week is actually Patrick. Patrick Pierce. Well done, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, what a great segment to end the podcast on. <laughs> <laughs> Liam, just do the plugs. You know what, actually, I, I have a bit of a bone to pick with the listeners, actually. Uh, I think it was last week I said that if we got um, 100,000 likes, you'd get to hear the first chapter of my my erotic novel. But no one fucking liked this podcast, so you're not going to fucking hear it now, so fuck you, dads. Yeah. Oh God, bank, bloody God. God for small mercies. I love that. Uh, Carl, oh God, oh God, just tell. I'm, I'm broken, please. <laughs> <laughs> you can follow me at Twitter at Arsenal's 1995. Carl, do it, please. You can follow me at uh, Carlos underscore fire 80 um, on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow us at rogue underscore opinions on Twitter and Instagram and on our website as well, where there's various links on Twitter. Oh, God. Yeah, so, no, if you disagree with our 11, uh, please keep it to yourself. And um, until next time, it's been a pleasure, as always, uh, recording with you boys, and I'll speak to you soon. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.